Bonjour and welcome to another episode of Street Focus, an ongoing exploration of urban photography. I'm your host, Valérie Jardin. Back in December, I received a very touching email from the UK, and it was as follows. My name is Joshua Coombs, and I'm a hairdresser from the UK. Recently, I've started a project cutting hair for homeless people on the streets in different cities. I will be in Paris on December 17th doing this project. I'm trying to find a photographer to document this one day for me. Please have a look at my Instagram and uh, or check out the do something for nothing hashtag. I understand this is quite a random request, but I would love to hear back from you as it would be amazing to have a Parisian photographer help me. I hope to hear from you. Well, I immediately wanted to take part. Um, unfortunately, I was not going to be in Paris that week, but I contacted a local photographer, Laurent de Martini, immediately to see if he could help Josh. And Laurent's response was exactly what I was hoping it would be. He loved the project and agreed to get in contact with Josh, with Josh immediately to start planning because they only had a few days before Josh's trip to Paris. So I felt that the photography part of the project was in good hands and, uh, and right away, I knew I wanted to talk about this on the show. Unfortunately, Laurent um, could not participate in the interview because um, he feels his English is just not not up to par to be on an interview in an English-speaking um, English uh, show. So he he sent me some pictures and Josh is here today with us. He's in Australia now working on his project. So we will talk about the experience, their experience working together on this amazing project, Do Something for Nothing. Josh, welcome. Bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> so Josh, you're in Australia now. Yes, I am. Um, so I'm here in Melbourne. Uh, I've been here for the last few weeks and I was in Sydney before that. Um, I came out just after New Year. And so tell, tell us a little bit about this project. You, you're from the UK. And when did you, when did you get started with this? How, how did the idea come to you? Well, um, so the project, as you mentioned, is Do Something for Nothing. And this was born about six months ago now for me. Um, so it was really for, for, for me a, a desire to give back and just to feel a bit more human, really. I, I used to, I mean, I'm a hairdresser, as you mentioned, and I used to work in a salon. I'd finish work, uh, you know, in, in the city and I'd walk past people who were homeless and sometimes I'd give them money. Sometimes I'd try and sort of talk to these guys and it just felt like I wanted to do something a little bit more. It wasn't really accomplishing all that much more for me. Um, so analyzing this, I think I was just looking for a way to do something a bit more like personal mm -hmm. and um, obviously being a hairdresser, this is how I can help out with my skills and try and make a difference by giving them a haircut. So you started in your own city. Yeah, I did. I'm from a place called Exeter. It's a city in the southwest of the UK. So I started off there and uh, got to know some of the guys around near where I lived. And I was doing this for a little while. It was sort of the first month or so. 
And it was really nice. It was really great to get to know people and, and do it where I lived. But I sort of realized this idea is a bit bigger than that. And that's why I created the hashtag do something for nothing. I didn't want it to be specifically about, say, hairdressing. I wanted it to be more of a, a social goodwill movement that hopefully hopefully inspires people to do the same. Great. So, um, so then you started traveling to other cities to more to spread the word about it how how did the whole idea of traveling for it come about and how did you manage to quit your job and fund this (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean that's yeah that's a good point i mean obviously this of course you know is is something that i've been funded myself so far and um and the reason I wanted to dedicate more time to it is is because I feel different cities, different places, it's it's all spreading the word. And I think getting the word out there more is all important with this kind of thing. So I started with with sort of the south of the UK. Mm-hmm. And first of all, really in England, I was doing it on my day off, so I'd still work. And then when I had a Sunday off, I'd catch a train and go and do it in London or Bristol. And I had a friend helping me out who's a, a photographer in the UK, actually, called Matt Spracklin. And he, he was really, really helped to me there. And then before Christmas, I felt like really compelled to go to Paris. And I don't know why. I think a lot of people were feeling very emotive about the whole place mm-hmm. and everything that happened before that um, before Christmas and I just wanted to go there I love the city I really really I'm really fond of of, of Paris and, and I wanted to get out there so obviously this is where my message to you came in and I thought I just it was so random you know I mean thanks so much again for for you know making sure Lauren was there for me or getting in contact because I just I saw Paris photographer street photography and I, I saw you first so um it was so great that worked out but yeah, Paris was something that I wanted to do. So going there before Christmas was the next step. And um, after that, Australia, actually, my girlfriend came to work out here. So it was the next obvious step for me to, to just take this a bit further. That's that's true. Yeah. So that made it. And and um, has the project Do Something for Nothing spread? I mean, are people, have you noticed other people doing different things using their own skills to help to help homeless people in different ways well, yeah i mean it's 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 getting there. I mean, it's definitely it's definitely a start. I think people are, are taking notice in the sense that we've had I've had some coverage on it in different places. Like, um, you know, it's random sometimes the way it works with social media. But um, there's some guys in Brazil, actually in Sao Paulo, who uh, it was on a news channel there. What I was what I was doing, and it's social media is fantastic for this. It's what I really really love. But I've been in touch with a couple of people via Instagram, and they're starting to do this as well now. So they're doing um, haircuts outside their bar barbers um sort of every couple of weeks they'll do a day where they get people in homeless people nearby and they help out on their posts not and do something for nothing um also little things too like i mean it's not just i'm quite glad there's something that's not hairdressing too there's a makeup artist in the uk and she kind of um somebody who was who was really quite ill in hospital she went in and helped them out and did their makeup for them to make them feel better and it sounds like a small thing but these little acts are it's about maybe changing a, a, your thought process and mm-hmm. sometimes the little things like that little acts of love it can really go a long way so um it's just trying a different approach really and i think it positive you know it kind of puts the the way to positively change somebody's day in your hands and that's a really great satisfying feeling such exactly it's such a great feeling i mean it can um i mean even as a street photographer sometimes we do street portraits of people and uh it makes their day they're just happy and uh, just knowing yeah. that you make you you made a difference in somebody's day however small or large just makes 
It's so gratifying. It makes such a huge difference. Yeah, what you what what you're doing to me is just so beautiful because it's really bringing a smile to to somebody's face who is in obviously going through a very very difficult time, and it seems like such a small thing, but it, it for them it's huge. So. Tell me, how was the first response when you started that project and you approached uh, people in your own town? Well, it was quite, as this is quite a spontaneous thing, I think it's it's been, there's been different resp responses from different people. But initially, I think people are quite, um, I wouldn't say surprised, but they're taken aback that you actually want to do something for them, mm -hmm. which I found really kind of, you know, heartbreaking straight away is that actually people were like, they almost they don't really understand and and i think once you get past that it's really great because what i love about this is this is such a nice tool for me to really get to know somebody i it's 45 minutes you know you're not going to know their life story but from that quite you know cagey maybe surprise response uh, response at the beginning you go through the motions and by the end of the haircut actually you've kind of got to know someone in your own way and you've connected so um i think most people were really, really happy to, to, to have this service and, and the results afterwards. I'd like to touch on the photography side of it too. Like you said, yes, then, definitely. Is the photography is so, so, so important in what I'm doing because not only does it, is it bring a before and after, which is exactly what people are seeing and, and exactly what's getting this project out there. But as you said, I actually show, I show them the photography when I'm with somebody. We'll show them um, the before and after on the camera while we're there. And as you said, it's just the reaction for them of that is fantastic because I show them a mirror anyway. But seeing that before, they might not have looked at themselves in the mirror for, say, a few weeks, which mm -hmm. is something we can't really comprehend, some of us. But, um, but you know, showing them that before and after picture is just all important and it's really a heartwarming moment at the end. So the photography part was, you knew you needed that right away. I mean, obviously, to raise awareness, you use the photography to post pictures on Instagram. Is Instagram the number one site where you feel the word has spread? <laughs> It, yeah, it is actually, you know, I mean, the thing is, it's quite tough for me because before I started this project, I wasn't, I mean, look, I'm, I'm 28. I definitely still grew up in a time where, you know, I was used to Facebook and things like that. But at the same time, I wasn't all that social media savvy. I'm going to put it out there and just say, so for me, this beginning of the project has been getting this out there any way I can. But I found Instagram is the best way because it's quite, well, you know, it is what it is. It's instant. So it's literally just the photo, the imagery, I think is like the strongest part of this um and I'm, i'm looking to build other ways to do that though because now this is growing and now i'm getting more response from different people different parts of the world i'm building it at the moment like a better social media platform to get other people involved like i want a wall like it's either going to be a website or something a bit stronger where people can really post what they're doing as well mm -hmm. and i think that's going to hopefully link link some of this up and get more people involved That sounds that sounds really good. So, but you also is it because you worked with a friend who is a photographer in the UK that you realized that good photography was going to make a big difference um to have somebody with storytelling skills was going to make your the story of those people that much more powerful. Yeah, definitely. I think yeah, working with my friend Matt in the UK was like the start of that for me. Um and I think good photography capturing this moment, especially a good street photographer, somebody who who sees the emotion on somebody's faces, somebody who's looking for that moment, you know, that 
that you can really capture whatever emotion that may be, um, I think is really important to me. And, and I've been so lucky so far, really, really lucky, the people I've worked with. It's almost been like some kind of fate. And, and you know, touching on Laurent when I was in Paris, he was just the, the perfect person to mm -hmm. work with. Me and him gelled immediately. And he was so infused and so driven with this project that it just made it so easy it was it was fantastic because not only was he taking photos and and really documenting this in a great way and i'm so so happy with, with the results of that side of it but his approach play the way he was he was so sensitive to this, the situation of people and that's really important you know it plays a, a crucial role in this too because you you know you have to um you don't know until you get to somebody how to kind of approach them and what the situation is, what they're going through. So he played a really important role in that. And um, yeah, you know, he's a good friend who hopefully I'll, I'll keep now. Yeah, he's uh, and I I met up with him in January, so roughly a month after after you completed the project with him, and uh, we talked for several hours, and it really changed him. And uh, I would like to share actually he he. He shared a, a long text uh, with me, which is more, he's a bit of a poet, and uh, it's more, it's very, very touching. I'm not going to attempt to, to translate the whole thing because I would not give it justice, uh, definitely. But um, I want to, to quote him and translate a few, few sentences. Here's what he wrote, and I'll okay. read it in French first. Je me suis senti comme immergé dans un autre monde, un autre versant de ma ville, celle qui est toute proche et que je croise chaque j'ai vu des visages, les visages des sans-abri se transformer peu à peu sous les coups de ciseaux de Josh. And it translates as I was immersed in another world, another side of my city, one that, is, one that is so close and that I encounter every day. I saw the faces of the homeless being slowly transformed by Josh's scissors. And so tell us a little bit about that. You, you were, you met up with, with Laurent and then which which neighborhood did you did you start with um so we were like i was i mean just to say quickly actually that was really like listening to that poem was amazing really because it made me realize that that's how cool this project is yeah. is not only does it bring people together who for me and and somebody who's on the street but someone like Laurent now like he's involved it's made him see another side of it and also yeah. i we're we're immediately closer so i mm -hmm. just i just love that but um but when, when we were in paris um so we kind of actually i was staying near pierre pierre Lachaise. Mm -hmm. sorry for my pierre Lachaise, yeah, the, the big cemetery <laughs> yeah and um yeah i was we started near there actually and we wandered from there down towards la uh, republique mm -hmm. and we were just really looking for people where the, i mean it's very spontaneous so it, people, there's a lot of homeless people in paris um and whenever we saw somebody we'd stop and it's kind of how each day went really we'd start almost near a landmark or something that we knew and then just wander in and out of streets from there mm -hmm. and <clears throat> it was a great way to do it because what you got was you got kind of um some haircuts which it's not important to do this in front of people but it's a really quite a, quite a nice thing sometimes when you're doing this in a center somewhere and people are wandering past looking and saying wow actually what is this and we don't want this to be i didn't want this to be street Art, but at the same time we got a lot of people coming up and asking us what's going on and then suddenly going off on their phones and checking out what we're doing so 
that's kind of a really good way to spread the message but then there was also some amazing moments where we'd be tucked away somewhere in a small street and just having a really intimate moment with somebody um and it would just be me laurent and them and um and that worked really well too yeah he um he also i, I want to quote some more because what he wrote is so beautiful um and i will sure. i will cut a few places but because uh, it, it's quite long j'ai vu des femmes des hommes se découvrir dans le miroir pleurer sourire embrasser josh le serrant fort l'enlaçant une première puis une seconde fois voulant une photographie avec lui des thank you merci gracias grazie mille et j'en passe And it translates as, I saw women and men discover their new faces in a mirror, crying, smiling. They hugged Josh a first time, a second time, wanted to be photographed with him. I heard so many merci, gracias, grazie mille, and so many more. So people from all walks of life and from all over the world. Yeah, I think I think <clears throat> that's just... just uh brought back an, an amazing moment for me actually it was um there was one time we were in a little a little square it was a park and I, i'm not actually i can't remember exactly where in paris it was but it was something that i won't forget um you know there's there's somebody there who's from west africa there was a woman there who's from italy there's a young man there from brazil you know i'm from england uh laurence from france or Corsica. And we were all together sharing this moment and I finished cutting everybody's hair and it was almost like an embrace. We had a photo together, but it's moments like that. They're just, I don't know. I've, I've, for me, this is kind of what I've been looking for for a very long time. I feel no greater moment than being connected with people from different cultures all at the same time in that sort of way. It just makes me like I'm full of like, you know of of emotion and it's, it's fantastic fantastic feeling and um and yeah i, I really wouldn't uh, this is the most satisfying thing I've, i've done i'm so glad that i've kind of come across it because i wouldn't change i wouldn't change moments like that you know it's the kind of moments that money can't buy so exactly yeah i'd recommend anyone else doing the same yeah yeah it's just uh You're right. It's doing something for other people is the best thing in the world. I mean, for yourself, it just warms your heart and yeah. uh, it's the best feeling. And I could just, uh, yeah, I think and I can so. tell, I mean, it touched. And after talking with, with um, Laurent in January, I, I can tell how big of an impact it had on him. And as he said earlier, as I quoted him, um, he was immersed in another world, but It's something that he sees every day. And now he's so much more mm -hmm. aware of this than he ever was, thanks to this project and how he connected with you and those people. Yeah, and I, I, that's that really is is the goal with, with all of this is, you know, as well as getting people involved, it's, it's trying to, you know, you know what, if, if, I, if I could be really honest, what I'm not trying to do is raise awareness, because raising awareness for me is something that many people are doing really, really great things already with regards to homelessness and all different problems in the world. This is, I'd say, raising compassion is yes. what I'm trying to do. It's trying to sort of touch in that that compassionate side in people that we all have and you know i'm not trying to start a revolution here it's more little acts of love that go a long way it's about if you feel you walk past somebody and you're like oh, do you know what i could kind of help that person out or you know maybe i could talk to that person but I'm, for some reason i haven't i see them every day outside the shop and i never speak to them it's just about trying to bring humanity back into the center of the ring and follow that for a time because 
I feel quite disillusioned with the way things are at the moment. I think a lot of a lot of people do in the world, and I think trying to just bring that to the forefront of things is um is what I'm trying to achieve. And if it's slow and with little little acts here and there, I think that's a great great start and a good way to try. For sure. Um, now, tell me a little bit about the the process. That how was Laurent? Was he? Did it take him with each different person that you were uh, working with? Would he start taking pictures right away, or would he have a conversation with them first? How did he approach each individual as a as a photographer? Because I know he was shooting close. He, well, he uses the same camera I use. He's at uh, thirty five millimeter, uh, so he's um, he's up there. He's right there. Most definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, and I think that's something that we in this situation. We, we were sensitive. Uh, but I think street photography, like, I completely appreciate and I love some street photographers that are right in your face and, you know, they won't ask anyone whether they want a photo or not. But mm-hmm. obviously in this kind of situation, what we'd do is we'd approach somebody. I'd start to talk to them with Laurent because, um, you know, me saying je suis a coiffeur for la sans abri, it was about how far I kind of learned. And, you know, they were looking at me, scratching their head, like, okay, man. <laughs> but um, but Laurent, Laurent would come in and save me and um, and we'd have this conversation on, on their level. And if, if they wanted their haircut is when we'd sort of say after that moment, that, is it okay if we take some photos and we'd tell them about what we're doing? and trying to make this movement grow. Um, but, you know, everybody was okay with that. And if they weren't, that would that would be fine with me and they'd still get a hacker and I'd, I'd thoroughly, you know, enjoy it, the same experience. But, you know, everyone was okay with that and I think they understood the bigger picture. So from there, Laurent would, um, he was, you know, he was so subtle though. He Sometimes I thought to myself, I was like, are you even taking any photos? Well, well the camera is completely silent. <laughs> It's an amazing camera. Do you know what? And my girlfriend, I've made my girlfriend, but well, I, I helped her buy it. But I was like, you're buying this camera, okay? I was like, because we're doing this here at the moment. And it's not the same, but it's, you know, a slightly lesser version, but this, it's so quiet, the shutter. And I was just like, it's fantastic. And he was so subtle the way he used it as well. But I've got to say, obviously, I was connecting with the person I was cutting the hair, but you know, that's surely a good time sign for any photographers. I didn't even know he was there. So yeah, like I, I couldn't have asked for a better situation in that respect. Very subtle and, and, and really got some shots that I didn't even know he got. I know those, uh, he sent me a selection of images, which I will share on the, on the show notes. And, uh, it's, they're beautiful. They're, they really tell the story. Mm. Now tell me that day, who, who are the people that touched you, who touched you the most? Do you have any, any stories that stand out from your day in Paris? Yeah, I I do actually. Um, I mean, there was a lot of people who, really really you know shared their story and and through french via laurent but there was somebody who who was from west africa actually he was from senegal and he'd actually come to paris fairly recently he was he was staying on the street because he didn't have any any money or any means or and he he was actually looking for his son who'd moved to paris a few years ago and had completely lost contact um for whatever reason so he'd almost come on this um this mission to sort of find him and connect with his son again because it'd been three four years since he'd seen him and it was it was just a great moment because I bumped into him and he'd said to me he'd actually just found out where his son was working and he was going to go there tomorrow. And this man, you know, he hadn't obviously 
since he'd been in Paris at least six months or something, he hadn't had his haircut. So to be able to to sh- shave, you know, shaved his beard and sort of trimmed his hair down for him, and I thought moments like that, if you can touch somebody in that way and really actually make a difference with the haircutting side of thing for me personally to improve their self-esteem, how cool mm-hmm. is that? You know, yeah. I mean, it's going to make him feel, you know, way more confident going and seeing his son tomorrow, you know, and, and I think that was a, a brilliant moment. That's wonderful. Um, I want to share uh, uh, one one more quote from uh, from Laurent, where he actually um, remembers so many of the uh, of those people and their names. Um, and then we'll we'll definitely maybe we'll talk about uh, some of those when you hear the names. Je n'oublierai jamais ce weekend, sure. ces rues, ces quartiers que nous avons arpentés ensemble. Je n'oublierai pas Emma, Melo, leur chien, Elisabetta, Chelina, Laurent, Fabio, Alpha, Paolo, Cédric, Daniel, X, Farid, David, Buzz, Sébastien, Bachir, Zohar, Karim et tous leurs amis, compagnons de rue aussi. And um, I will never forget that weekend on the street. I will never forget Emma, Melo and their dogs, and Elisabetta, Shalina, Laurent, Fabio, Alpha, mm. Paolo, Cedric, Daniel, Farid, David, Buzz, Sebastian, Bashir, Zohar, Karim, and all their street companions. Any of those... Uh, Those names bring back some memories? Of course, yeah. God, most definitely all of them do. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, somebody like <clears throat> Elisabetta, she was an Italian lady who was who was sat there. She was watching the world go by and we kind of interrupted her day. She had such a lovely, lovely nature. And she's just so, so unassuming and so nice. And I, I remember moments with her, they will make you question yourself. Moments with her made me realize some of the things that she was just so non-judgmental, so open, so warm. And she didn't have any anything to her name, you know, but she was, she felt, I don't know, I felt an amazing presence from her. And, and her, Some of the photos we captured with her, actually, she had a smile that was um, amazing. It, it made me think of a quote I, I put on my Instagram. I've forgotten who it's by, but, you know, it's about, uh, you know, seeing the beauty within and just a smile sort of almost melting your heart sometimes. And that's all it takes. And, and yeah, it was, a, it was a fantastic moment. And somebody like um, uh, Paolo as well, he was from Brazil. He was a young man from Brazil. And I talked to him quite deeply and in-depthly as well. He opened up. His English was really good. It was great to converse with him for me. And, you know, he was in such a, a terrible situation. He hadn't got his parents anymore, you know, since about five years ago. He had no family in Paris. His only friends were the people on the street. And he was my age. And wow. he was miles away from home in a, in a, in a city without anything. And, and it was, you know, it was a really touching, deep, kind of quite sad story with him. But it was great to, to, <clears throat> to really meet these people and Yeah, bringing, you know, you reading all those names, it brings back a lot of memories for sure. That's, that's wonderful. Uh, well, I don't want to take too much more of your time. Where, 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 what's next for you? Where are you going to take, take that project next? Well, I think, you know, for me, like, I'd love to, I'd love to take this as far as I can. I mean, obviously, at the moment, so I'm in, I'm in Melbourne, I'm going to spend another couple of weeks here, and then I'm going to head up to Brisbane in Australia, too. I've tried to hit the cities here. I mean, obviously, the nature of where most homeless people are is a bigger city, more of a metropolis. I mean, of course, that varies, but... I've got limited time here, so I'm going to be heading back to the UK in sort of around the end of April, beginning of May. I'm going to get back to London and 
and I've, I've really got some some plans to try and launch this a bit further. I'm trying to organize a day. Um, so watch, you know, my Instagram and different social, social media platforms for that. But hopefully it'll be a day where we can mobilize quite a few people, get them together and get them all doing something for nothing on the same day. This is sort of the plan for me really to give it that push to get this out there how I want it. Because I think everybody on the same day going out there, doing a little act of love, doing something for nothing. I think that's when we could try and get this trending and, and make it a bigger thing. And, and that's the goal. Cause I think, yeah, I think we need it right now. That's uh, that's wonderful. And, and I really think that um, the street photography community can help because what a wonderful project to team up for, you know, like, like look how it impacted Laurent. I mean, not only he, you get those amazing images from him, but it, it literally changed his life. And, uh, and what a beautiful project. And for any street yeah. photographer, it, you know, we always look for projects like that. And I think, um, and that's why I was so bummed that I couldn't be there because that project, when I received your email, I was, I mean, I checked my calendar as any way I could make it to Paris that week just to be there because that's the kind of project that as a street photographer, as a storyteller, we're all about. And uh, and I really think that, I mean, whether it's somebody cutting somebody's hair or somebody who knows how to give good massage, who give massages on the street, I mean, it could be anything. And and for the photographer to be able to to share that story, I think it's just wonderful. So how can people help? Well, Valerie, yeah, I'd, I'd say you've got it spot on. Exactly, the scope for this is 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 massive. You know, you could be say a masseuse. You could go out and do that. There's a couple of people I know in a, a town called Bournemouth, back home in the UK, who are going to start to do this um, with like a high end coffee cart. They they run anyway, and you know, I mean, actually, there's a there's a great a great um, group in Brisbane who are doing this with laundry. They're going out and doing a homeless laundry service. They're Wonderful. not involved in doing something for nothing at the moment, but this is, yeah, it's such a, such a cool idea. So they go out with their van and they have a couple of um, washing machines in the back and they sit there with homeless people and chat with them while they wash their clothes and they dry their clothes for them. I mean, look, these, these kind of things, you know, it, it doesn't have to be, uh, it's like before you know it, you've got people behind you and before you know it, this can actually become like, you know, you could set this up as a non-profit. It's, it's like, this is just, it's, it's great for you and it's great for them. And, and I think whatever you, whatever you feel like you can do to get involved, even if it's just spending time with people and talking to them is a really good start. For sure. I mean, what, what you said about the street, the street photography side of thing, I couldn't agree more as well. I think this is a great project for anyone who's doing street photography because the moments that you you capture and the emotions with people is great. It's fantastic, and you know, Valerie, you've done. You know, I want to say thanks very much because you've done a massive, massive help to me with with helping me out and getting me in touch with Laurent and telling the story right now. So I really, oh, really appreciate that. I I really hope this uh, this spreads and uh, and that people start doing things for nothing because um that's um it's it's such a i mean i just love the even do do something for nothing i think it's just it's beautiful in itself the hashtag and uh and try to to spread it and i hope that this show which you know 
street photographers listen to will will help it even more and and try to get involved and uh, maybe even street photographers can can start it and team up with some of their friends that can offer a service and then both can go out to the on the streets of their city and uh and work on it and uh for sure hashtag it and uh and spread it uh spread it around um where can people see the project you say instagram Yeah, yeah, that's the best the best place to follow it at the moment is um Instagram um which is Joshua Coombs. Why don't you spell it out because everything everything will be linked on the show note but if people are in their cars or running listening to the podcast. Yeah, okay. So it's at Joshua Coombs which is J O S H U A C O M B E S. So yeah, that's that's my Instagram and Twitter's good, but if you if you follow me on there, then from from those portals, there's going to be more ways. Like like I said, within a few months, I'm really confident that I'm going to have much more ways of, of getting people involved with this as well. So yeah, watch this space, and you know, just um, I completely agree with what you said. Then, if you feel like doing something like this, get out there and do it, and and um, you know, grab a, a great street photographer friend to uh, document it, and um, yeah, spread some love. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Josh. And I wish you the best. And I hope we, uh, we get to, uh, to work together sometime. I would love to, uh, to document what you do in, uh, one, in, big, in one big city sometime um, in the world uh, where we'll be at the same time, hopefully. Yeah, I, I agree, Valerie. That'd be amazing. So yeah, yeah. Merci beaucoup. And um, yeah, thanks a lot for having me on the show. And I will share the images that Laurent kindly sent, as well as his beautiful text uh, in French. And uh, and we'll definitely keep in touch because I'd like to see, you know, how the project evolves and maybe, um, you know, uh, get you on the show again in a few months. That would be great. Thank you, Josh. Uh, Thank you very much, Valerie. Cheers. And we are at the end of another episode of Street Focus. Please head over to thisweekinphoto.com slash street to subscribe to the show. And uh, don't forget to leave a rating on iTunes. And please share on social media. This is really the easiest way uh, you can support the show and, and show your appreciation. My name is Valerie Jardin, and you've been listening to Street Focus. Now it's time to grab that camera and hit the streets. Hit the streets.